2: Hello my friends, I'm Dennis Prager, I want to get to my guest immediately, she only has the time for one segment and returns to school. She is a high school girl, a courageous uh, one, and a uh, terrific athlete, and that is Selena Soul, and she gives this week's PragerU video as well. Along with her is Kristen Wagner, whom I've had on before, of the Alliance Defending Freedom, who is uh, her lawyer. She uh, has, she and others, but she specifically has lost the ability to win at track because she has to, she was a champion in Connecticut, and uh, she now has to race against biological males who consider themselves females. We are not knocking their ability to consider themselves females. That is not the issue. The issue is so obviously one of fairness. Why can a biological male, if a biological male can race against a biological female, why are there biological female teams? Might be the end of it, in fact. Anyway, Selena, uh, I want to salute your courage and your athleticism. Welcome to my show.
3: Thank you.
2: Thank you for having us. And, uh, Kristen, it's good to be with you again and the great work that ADF does. So where, what is the state of your lawsuit, either of you, against the state of Connecticut?
1: Well, the lawsuit is in the trial court now uh, before a judge, and we expect that the judge will rule on a motion to dismiss, and it will continue through up through the court system. And our expectation is ultimately the U.S. Supreme Court is going to need to decide this issue.
2: Have you seen the article in the New England Journal of Medicine?
1: I don't know that I've... I'm not sure which one you're referring to. No, that's fine. It just came out. Tell me a little bit more about it. There are a number of articles on the topic.
2: Oh, there are? I didn't know. I just saw the latest, and it's it's further deterioration of the New England Journal of Medicine into a political magazine. Uh, The argument is, and I'd like either of you to respond on this, too, the argument is that lower testosterone levels should suffice to enable biological males to race against females.
1: Well, I would say that's junk science because there are plenty of other studies, including a 2019 Swedish study that says males actually maintained or even, even increased in strength after a year of uh, suppression. And we actually saw this in C.C. Tefler's performance times in Division Two, where uh CC's times actually improved in track and field events after a year of hormones and competing a, from a man and, and then transitioning to a woman. So I think there are plenty of studies that would contradict that. Selena,
2: how do the other girls on your track team react to this?
3: I've gotten a lot of support, especially in person. I've had not only my te- my former high school teammates, but also... Just other athletes that meet, and even parents come up to me and thank me for my speaking out. So most of the most of the feedback that I've gotten has been in support of me, which is very encouraging.
2: Tell everybody how these uh, two uh, transgender females fared when they raced against biological men.
1: When they were, go ahead, Selena.
3: When one of them always competed as a female but one did compete as a male for three seasons and then two weeks later switched to competing for the girls team and um, prior to that time of being on the girls team that athlete could not qualify for even the boys um, conference championships in the state of Connecticut.
1: But, Dennis, they've won 15 women's state championship titles since they switched over, and 17 new individual meet records have been set by these men who are competing against the girls and causing girls to lose state championships and opportunities and college scouting uh, experiences as well.
2: What takes – actually, before I go to the the locker room issue, uh, which is not my fundamental issue, it's a curiosity, but – if I met these two, Selena, would not knowing anything, would I feel that I was with two women or two girls?
3: In our case, it's not we're not we're not focusing on just these two athletes. We are focusing on the whole. Um, the whole concept of biological males competing against females, and all we're asking for is fairness to return to not only track and field, but all women's sports.
2: Is it going beyond these two? Has this phenomenon increased?
3: In the state of Connecticut, there were only these two um, athletes, and they graduated this past year uh, with me, but there are dozens of other cases in all sports, not only in the U.S., but even across the world and at different uh, professional levels. So it's not only an isolated incident.
2: How do you like your video?
3: I thought it came out very well.
2: Well, you you did a very, you really did a a good job. Are you headed to college?
3: Yes, I am in college.
2: I see. And, And are you aware, well, I guess there have been no sports events. So you don't know if if this issue will arise at your college, right?
3: Yes, we still we, we we did not have a fall season. and We still are waiting to hear about a winter and a spring season.
2: Um, I, I feel bad asking this, but did have you received uh, any hate?
3: I have received a lot of hate, but all of that hate has been through social media. So I don't pay attention to it. I just focus on the positive feedback and. The fact that I know what I'm doing is right in that, regardless of what comments come my way, I know that no matter what, fairness needs to be restored to all women's sports.
2: Can you explain to me why you're so mature?
3: <laughs> I think that this, going through this process has certainly made me into more of a mature uh, person than most my age.
2: Well it's a very mature answer as it happens. I was going to ask, and i this is a curiosity question. I have no agenda did Did your track team uh f- dress up in in a locker room prior to a competition?
3: We never had um locker rooms that the athletes would use during meets because we would come most of our meets were with ten fifteen schools, so there wasn't a way for anyone to be in a locker room, so I, we would just kind of all, you know, get on the bus or get on the van and all show up to the meet.
2: So already dressed up to race?
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. So, so obviously the question would be moot. So uh, back to uh, Kristen, this is now at a trial judge, and uh, is it just going to be one of these things that, if it's a Democratic-appointed judge, or a Republican-appointed judge, and that's the end of the issue? What do you think?
1: We're concerned. Uh, we filed in Selena's case a, a motion to recuse the current judge because of some statements that would he was requiring us to refer to uh, these individuals or not refer to them as biological males and suggesting that science would dictate that, which is incorrect and we believe shows bias. Um, unfortunately, that... He declined to recuse himself, and so he will be deciding this case. um, And we're hopeful that we'll be able to convince him otherwise, but if not, um, the case will go up on appeal. And, you know, Dennis, many of the cases we may lose at the lower courts, but it's a long game that we're playing here. And you may not be aware there's a second case involving college athletes in Idaho in this issue as well, and that's at the Ninth Circuit too. But Selena started this, and the courage that she had in – Standing up for all female athletes is tremendous.
2: Selena, are your parents, uh, do they have your back?
3: Yes, my parents have fully supported me the entire time. And it was actually my mother who started um, speaking up before I did. And then after I lost out on qualifying for the 2019 uh, Indoor New England Championships is when I started going public with this. My parents have always supported me and they're very proud of what i' what I've become and what I've done
2: do you have siblings
3: no I'm an only child
2: oh how interesting for whatever reason did you grow up in a more secular or more religious home
3: I don't think um that that, that really matters it's just that my parents you know always taught me well I'll, t- I'll tell you why it's I asked you don't, you, I you don't
2: have to answer believe me i I, I asked because I don't know if the secular world produces courage. I have an agenda. That's my agenda. So you, you don't have to respond, but I want you to know why I asked. My assumption is that people who have courage to buck the uh, the totalitarian herd are overwhelmingly people from religious backgrounds. But that that's the reason I asked, and you certainly don't have to respond. Anyway, we all salute you. Please go and watch her video. Kristen, God bless the ADF. And God bless you, Selena, secular or religious. 800 500 84 Okay, everybody, I'm Dennis Prager, and we will uh, go to the press conference given now by live with Rudy Giuliani.
0: Democrat election machine. Did they forget that many people with uh, bad memories in Pittsburgh? Or is the following correct that uh, as witnesses will testify they were instructed by the Democrat bosses when they had a ballot in which there was no one registered just assign it to somebody just assign it to Rudy Giuliani so when Rudy Giuliani and maybe Rudy Giuliani won't show up to vote and if he does show up to vote we'll give him a provisional ballot that is what we call circumstantial evidence of the fraud the direct evidence of the fraud of the people who will testify that, in fact, that's what happened to them, as well as the 50 to 60 witnesses we have for the way they were treated and not allowed to inspect the ballots. They weren't just um, not allowed to do it; they were pushed. A few cases they were assaulted. In all cases, they were put in a corral so far away. Probably the closest they got is from here to the back of that room. We could do like a, uh, did you all watch My Cousin Vinny? Did, you know the movie? It's one of my favorite uh, law movies because he comes from Brooklyn. And uh, when the, the nice lady who said she saw, and then he, uh, he, he says to her, how many f- fingers do I, how many fingers do I got up? And she says, uh, three. Well, she was too far away to see it was only two. These people were further away than my cousin Vinnie was from the witness. They couldn't see a thing. Now, I don't know. You're going to tell me that 60 people are lying, They they, they didn't just tell me this. They swore under penalty of perjury, which is something no Democrats have ever done. <laughs> you don't even ask Biden about this. <laughs> you don't put, put him under penalty of perjury. He, he doesn't even get asked questions about. It. He doesn't get asked questions about. All all the evidence of the crimes that he committed, these people are under penalty of perjury. Their names are on an affidavit. They swear that they weren't allowed to carry out their function as inspectors. And it's not just a technical thing. There's a reason they did it. Why would you not allow people to carry out the function they've been allowed to do for 50 years, 60 years, why wouldn't you allow inspections of those ballots? Because you knew you were going to use those ballots to catch Biden up. And you had a big road ahead of you. You had to catch him up for 700,000 to 800,000 votes that he was behind. And the only way you were going to do it was with the mail-in ballots. You couldn't have a Democrat and Republican inspector around. They don't even have Democrats watching it. Because they'd be afraid that they'd be honest Democrats who would say, you're cheating. So that takes us to Michigan, where there was an honest Democrat who said they were cheating. And we'll show you her affidavit, because I know you keep reporting falsely that we have no evidence, that we have no specific acts of fraud. That's because the coverage of this has been almost as dishonest as the scheme itself. The American people are entitled to know this. You don't have a right to keep it from them. You don't have a right to lie about it. And you are. I mean, you don't report to them that a citizen of this country, a very fine woman, who is willing to allow me to give you her, uh, give you her name. I can't give you all these affidavits because if I do, these people will be harassed. They'll be threatened. They may lose their job. They will lose their friends. We've lost lawyers in this case because they've been threatened. We've had lawyers that need protection. What's going on in this country is horrible. And the censorship that you're imposing is making it worse. But Jessie Jacob is an adult citizen and a resident of the state of Michigan. She's been an employee of the city of Detroit for decades. I know her age, but she- she can tell you her age. She was, um, she was assigned to uh, voting duties in September, and she was trained by the city of Detroit and the state of Michigan. She was basically trained to cheat. She said that um, I was instructed by my su- supervisor to adjust the mailing date of these absentee ballot packages to be dated earlier than when they were actually sent in. The supervisor made that announcement for all All right, you get the idea here. And
2: uh, it's the question, there are so many questions. There just are, there are just so many questions. And my commitment to truth is greater than my commitment to the president winning. Because without truth, society is over. That's been my position all of my life. So all I have are questions right now. I make, I make no assertions. But the attack on asking questions means that there are vast numbers of people who don't want truth. Questions are questions. There are questions about the, the makers of dominion and the use of this voting system which I'm not asserting the following are truths, I am going to be looking into it, used in other countries. Tallies that Dominion have might be tallied in other countries. These are questions I have. Do the people who run Dominion have a political agenda? I, I believe that voting should be done on the, on, the, on the level of each voting place with physical ballots that's the only thing that cannot uh, or well maybe it can but is much less likely to be corrupted everybody should be for honest elections left or right it would be one of the 3 out of 10,000 areas that they could theoretically agree on as i've said the the gulf ideological moral rational gulf between left and right is unbridgeable, and ironically, that's something the left would agree with. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) We just have a different take on which side is the more rational and the more moral. But we agree about the unbridgeability. How come whenever they find errors, all of my life, whenever they found errors, 99% of the time, they ran against the Republican? By the way, do you know the Al Franken case, which I am, there I do make an assertion. I believe he was not elected and he was cheated into office in Minnesota. That made the difference for the uh, Obamacare. Had that been an honest election, there would have been no Obamacare. Everyone I know has been adversely affected by Obamacare. I'm not saying that nobody benefited. I'm just telling you on one human level, every single individual I know has been affected by Obamacare has been affected adversely, something the New York Times does not report, needless to say.
0: The Dennis Prager Show.
2: Hi, all. Rudy Giuliani is telling the press how corrupt they are, which is true. If everything were switched, do you realize, imagine if all, if two, over 200 people working in Michigan voting signed sworn affidavits, that there was corruption on behalf of the Republican candidate for president, you think the press would be silent? It would be the the greatest, most dominant issue of our time, as the Russian collusion lie was. The press is a vehicle of the left. It has nothing more than that. That is all it is. We're in trouble. I'm sorry to say it. I really am. You know I am a happy human being. I'm not a conspiracy enthusiast, but we are in deep trouble. The left ruins everything it touches, and that will include the United States of America. Certainly if they get the Senate. That is how important the Georgian runoff elections are. over 200 people have sworn affidavits i mean these if that is not true you you can be held liable for perjury
0: back to where rudy giuliani this happened in pennsylvania it happened in michigan michigan probably right now if i count up the affidavits just one case alone trump v benson a case that we dismissed today because (laughs) That case was attempting to get the Wayne County Board of Supervisors to decertify. Well, they did. They decertified. That case has a hundred affidavits and the hundred affidavits show essentially what I've uh, talked to you about. Counting ballots improperly counting them three and four times, uh, having people, having people vote three and four times changing and backdating ballots to the point of at least 300,000 illegitimate ballots that we can specifically identify. The margin in Michigan was 146,121. And these ballots were all cast basically in Detroit that Biden won 80-20. So you see a change as a result of the, of the, of the election in, in Michigan if you take out Wayne County. So it's a very significant case. That is being raised in the case of Costantino versus the city of Detroit. Not by us, but by an individual plaintiff. We are helping and assisting in that case, however. And you can find all the affidavits that you want filed in that case. And you can find out they're not just allegations, they're allegations supported by sworn testimony, which is a lot better than Joe Biden has ever done on anything. He doesn't answer questions, much less give you sworn affidavits. Wisconsin, Wisconsin had a very small margin, 20,544, last time I looked. In Wisconsin, without going into great detail, very similar plan. Uh, Republicans shut out in the city of Milwaukee and also in Madison. Republicans almost uniformly shut out from the absentee process. Not allowed to inspect, not allowed to look at the ballots. We have in Milwaukee and in the state of Wisconsin a much stricter law. Wisconsin doesn't allow mail-in ballots. They didn't buy into the big mail-in ballot situation. Wisconsin, when you look at their constitution, almost seems to not like absentee ballots. They state it's not a right, a privilege. And they have very, very strict procedures. And the strict procedure says that you can't be given an absentee ballot. You have to personally apply for it. It's illegal basically to solicit a vote. And they have actually many reasons for it. That probably goes back to their their progressive days. When I say progressive, I mean late 19th century, early 20th century progressive, when that really meant progressive, not retrogressive. So there are 60,000 ballots in Milwaukee County and 40,000 ballots in Madison that as far as we can tell, and this is why we've, we're auditing, because we have very good information. that The numbers are gonna come out about here that don't have applications. Under the law of the state of Wisconsin, already decided. If there's no application for an absentee ballot, the absentee ballot is thrown away this all happened in two places in wisconsin didn't happen in northern wisconsin didn't happen in republican wisconsin didn't happen in neutral wisconsin where there are equal number of Republicans and democrats it happened in a place where the vote was 75 80 for the democrat you take away any number of those
2: all right we will continue with uh, rudy giuliani it's it's What is illegitimate about what he said? It doesn't mean the election results are are wrong. But is it not worthy of honest people asking questions? No. That's the position of the entire left, which means the media. The Dennis Prager
0: Show. I need to remind you.
2: And we return to Rudy Giuliani's conclusion.
0: Separately have the idea that we are going to... We're going to put Republican inspectors in pens. We're not going to let them look at mail-in or absentee ballots. They all independently come up with that. Like, just by coincidence. They say, hey, you know, we're going to put, we're going to put the Republicans in pens and corrals. We're going to do it in Pittsburgh. We're going to do it in Philadelphia. We're going to do it in Detroit. We're going to put, we're going to do it in Milwaukee. We're going to do it in Las Vegas. We're going to do it in Phoenix. What did I miss? Oh, we're going to do it in Atlanta. Or isn't the logical conclusion that I think any jury would accept after they heard this evidence that somebody had this plan, maybe that was always the plan to do these, this very, very questionable form of voting, which has been criticized by president Carter, by secretary Baker, by most experts on election reform. I think the logical conclusion is this is a common plan, a common scheme. It comes right directly from the Democrat Party, and it comes from the candidate, clearly. That's the reason why Hillary Clinton said, don't concede, even if you're losing. That's the reason we had a Freudian slip by the candidate, and he said he had the best voter fraud team in the country. That's the reason why he probably didn't have to go out and campaign. (laughs) he had to have known what they were going to do this had to be planned in advance I'm kind of checking did they go you know to the same contractor to get the corrals to put the Republicans in and this is a disgraceful thing that was done in this country probably not much more disgraceful than the things these people did in office which you didn't and don't bother to cover and you conceal from the American people but we let this happen you know we use largely a Venezuelan uh, voting machine in essence to count our vote we let this happen we're gonna become Venezuela we cannot let this happen to us we cannot not allow these crooks because that's what they are to steal an election from the American people they elected Donald Trump they didn't elect Joe Biden Joe Biden is in the lead because of the fraudulent ballots, the illegal ballots that were produced and that were allowed to be used after the election was over. Give us an opportunity to prove it in court, and we will. Now I'm going to ask uh, Sidney Powell to describe to you what we can describe about another totally outrageous situation I don't think most Americans know that our ballots get calculated many of them outside the United States and are completely open to hacking completely open to change and it's being done by a company that specializes <laughs> in voter fraud I'll let Sidney describe that to you
4: thank you Rudy what we are really dealing with here and uncovering more by the day is the massive influence of communist money through Venezuela, Cuba, and likely China in the interference with our elections here in the United States. The Dominion voting systems, the Smartmatic technology software, and the software that goes in other computerized voting systems here as well, not just Dominion, were created in Venezuela at the direction of Hugo Chavez to make sure he never lost an election after one constitutional referendum came out the way he did not want it to come out. We have one very strong witness who has explained how it all works. His affidavit is attached to the pleadings of Lynn Wood and the lawsuit he filed in Georgia. It is a stunning, detailed affidavit because he was with Hugo Chavez While he was being briefed on how it worked, he was with Hugo Chavez when he saw it operate to make sure the election came out his way. That was the express purpose for creating this software. He has seen it operate, and as soon as he saw the multiple states shut down the voting on the night of the election, he knew the same thing was happening here, that that was what had gone on. Now, the software itself was created with so many variables and so many uh, back doors that can be hooked up to the Internet. All right, let me uh, me
2: take a challenge on this because it's important. 1-8 Prager 776 in Los Angeles, Joe. Hello, Joe. Dennis Prager.
0: Hey, Mr. Prager. How are you?
2: Okay, thank you.
1: I'm just having a hard time understanding why you're giving so much attention to these baseless accusations of widespread fraud in uh, Democratic-run cities like Philadelphia, Detroit, Milwaukee, when the data shows us that there's no evidence of such fraud. Why focus on it? Why did you just play Rudy for the last, what, 30 minutes?
2: Listen, uh, this may come as a surprise to you. I wish you were right. I give you my word of honor uh, uh, from the depths of my soul. I wish there was no reason to assume that there was widespread cheating. I have not said that it would make Can a difference in the election. I have never said that Biden didn't win. I am asking questions about the honesty of the election.
1: No, and I understand that because, because I, I listen to your show, even though I often don't agree with you. And compared to many of your colleagues like Sebastian Gorka and so on, you don't seem to be peddling this stuff, um, but then you just decide to play Rudy with no sort of checking on it.
2: Okay. Uh, I don't know why I wouldn't play Rudy. Uh, we'll be back. USA. Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager here. It is a it is an amazing thing that people dismiss out of hand to over 200 people swearing on an affidavit that there was cheating and uh, covering it is wrong. It shouldn't be covered. That was the thesis. I, I would continue with the last caller, but he hung up. And uh, I wonder if these people thought that the press was irresponsible for covering the rape lines that Brett Kavanaugh was supposedly a part of, standing waiting to rape the same woman or a series of men doing this at school. Was that coverage responsible? So, so did we have sworn affidavits to that? No. Those of you who rely on on the regular media uh, have a distorted view of the world, a completely distorted view. Did you? Was there any basis for three years of of wall-to-wall coverage that the Russians had colluded with the Trump campaign in the last election, in the twenty sixteen election? I should say. No. Did you object? Was the press coverage, saturated coverage of that, responsible? But to even cover a Rudy Giuliani press conference, depicting alleged facts, sworn facts, people could go to jail if they are not telling the truth. That we shouldn't do. The data show. I love that. What is the other favorite word now? Where something has been undermined. What is the word that they use? They constantly hear this word. Whenever a claim is made by the right, it's been oh God overturned or dismissed. What is a synonym for that? Anyway, it's a word that is constantly used like nothing that we say has merit. Not even the merit of coverage. Did the New York Times uh, did it bother my last caller that the New York Times hasn't covered the Great Barrington uh, statement Declaration, or oh, does it now is, is approaching a thousand scientists? 50, doctors. Oh, it's 50,000. Yeah, no, I know, I saw it last night, and I remember the number. I know that uh, oh, hundreds wow. of thousands of non-doctors, so 50,000 doctors and other scientists claim the lockdowns are completely destructive? Anybody who watches NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, or read the New York Times even know that? But I'm not supposed to cover this.
0: The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio.
2: It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety five go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer, and go to relieffactor.com and order the three